Chapter 8 Kitsi Amisqua and the Story of the Beaver Bundle Part 1 Beaver Bots For twelve years, from 1851 to 1867, Lewis Henry Morgan had bushwhacked through the Upper Peninsula of Michigan studying beaver constructions to try to understand how beavers could pull off such massive feats of engineering. He even made four trips out west, traveling 2,000 miles up the Missouri River through Montana to observe beavers at work in the very different landscape of the Rocky Mountains and Northern Plains. But apart from his increasing sense of awe at the ability of beavers to create massive waterworks, even in arid landscapes, he gained no insight into his central question. Are beavers smart? I had come back from Michigan curious to pursue Morgan's questions about beaver intelligence, but I soon discovered that most researchers today are more interested in measuring the beaver's environmental impact. Throughout the 20th century, European ethologists, doctors, and researchers made periodic attempts to measure beaver intelligence. One of the most interesting was a study undertaken by a team of Russian and Polish researchers who set out to test if beavers could extrapolate or make predictions based on experience. For the experiment, they made use of 15 Canadian, Castor canadensis, beavers, and 23 European, Castor fiber, beavers. The Eurasian beavers and the Canadian beavers that populate North America are considered cousins because they look similar and are monogamous herbivores with similar damming skills. But the two species cannot interbreed as they have different numbers of chromosomes. Most of the beavers collected for the study had been raised in captivity, although some of the Eurasian beavers were from the wild. The experiments were conducted at the beaver nursery of the Voronish State Reservation in Russia and the field station of the Polish Academy of Sciences. They found that most of the beavers, 85% of the Canadian beavers and 65% of the European beavers, showed an ability to problem-solve, in this case, to anticipate the movement of a food bowl that they could not see, based on experience. The resulting paper, titled Experimental Study of the Intellectual Ability of European and Canadian Beavers was published in Moscow. The researchers had proved that beavers could extrapolate, which is considered a basic facet of intelligence. The Italian-Swiss neurologist Giorgio Poleri of the Institute of Brain Anatomy at the University of Bern had become interested in the Canadian beaver and had written an important paper on the morphology of its brain in 1959. Then, years later, he began to measure beaver intelligence by studying aspects of the way they build. He published a series titled Investigations on Beavers in 1983. But these studies generally supported what people already knew from observation. Beavers can build very well. How they did this, and why the first beaver began to make dams in the first place, remained a mystery. Intellect in animals is directly related to increased size of higher brain regions, increased diversity of neurons, and more complex interactions between them. The frontal brain, and especially the neocortex of beavers, is more developed than in other rodents. But you won't find beavers following a maze, figuring out puzzles, or pulling on levers like a Norway rat. Part of the problem in studying beaver intelligence is logistical. Beavers live mostly underwater, 
are clumsy on land and can barely see. They are also nocturnal. Jacques Cousteau made one of the first documentaries about the Canadian beaver in 1975, an evocative film in which his son and the crew of Calypso donned scuba gear and dove under the ice in Saskatchewan to try to photograph beavers in their winter lodges. But they only found one rather frightened juvenile beaver. The rest had swum off. Then I found a news clipping about a talented doctoral candidate in material science and mechanical engineering at Harvard who has begun to crack the mystery of beaver intelligence by thinking about beavers in a radical new way. When she studies beavers, Jordan Kennedy thinks about termites, an animal so tiny it almost has no brain at all. Yet termites, which are smaller than a grain of rice, work collectively to build termite mounds that tower up to 12 feet. The human equivalent would be people living in skyscrapers over a mile high. According to Kennedy, the reason Lewis Henry Morgan and the 20th century scientists who came after him could not answer the question of beaver intelligence was because they were asking the wrong questions. You are trying to get answers by looking at the individual, when the intelligence of it and the engineering comes from the collective intelligence, explained Kennedy when I reached her by phone in her office in Cambridge. It comes from a collective, from hundreds if not thousands of beavers working independently on a waterway, and the end result looks very intelligent. The beaver dams Morgan was studying took generations of beavers to build.